Who's your daddy? Boom! We're off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy, Zach Elias, who all here see a leprechaun say, yeah! Yeah. That was funny, the leprechaun. I watched it. It's not a Phillies fan getting tased to long range, but it was very funny. Terrible, Zach. And it's not Ain't Nobody Got Time for That, which neither of us had the stones to put on our list. It's number one. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that again. We didn't have the plums for it. Very nice. It's number one. Booze Your Daddy, the podcast, back to our regular time, Tuesday, 8.30 Eastern. We're doing this Bad Larry live on Facebook and YouTube. Download the episodes on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, all the things. Today's episode, we got some fun stuff planned because this is going to be Zach coming off of a trip, me coming off a trip. We want to talk a little bit about our flying experiences, and then I have a doozy to talk about my recent trip to Staten Island. Zach, before... We can even get into it. What are we drinking for tonight's episode? We are drinking the beer I've never heard of that I found at the supermarket. Didn't know this was one of their products, but Valero Especial. It's from Spain. Never heard of it. Who knew? You had this thing? Spain. No, but that's not the that's not the regular one though. Spain has like a a Calisco. One of them like that. But I've never heard of the Valero. Look, it's a Corona. We know it's going to be a Corona. Guarantee. But it's Valero, so it's different. Have you seen Money Heist? Yeah, I did. Okay. I think I was not. I was obsessed with it and it was always No, no, I, I don't think I did see it. I saw something else. Money see Money Train. We'll what talk about it, but Money, Money Heist. Train? I'll talk about Money Train all day with Leslie Snipes and <laughs> Woody Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Is it? That could that could be an episode right there, Money <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, the uh, Money Heist, it was in the advertisements because that was a Spanish show on Netflix, but th- that's not the normal one there. That is going to be a Corona, and you're going Corona NFL? What? NFL? No, no fucking lime? Oh, yeah. NFL is no fucking lime? You didn't make that up, or is that a thing that people know, do? Uh, that's a thing if you were ever in a fraternity, you would know. We didn't. We couldn't drink Corona. You fucking Corona. We drank Beast and Beast Light if you were lucky. It didn't require a lime. It didn't no have any fruit in it. No chance. We didn't go to some, you know, Whistle Dixie school, South of Mason Dixon line. We're all drinking fancy beer. No. So call me Because Win Dixie? Yeah, exactly. I like our beast cold. We wouldn't even use a fridge. Just put it out in the Western Mass snow. Cool it up right there and there. That is the best part of having an outdoor space. Like when you go skiing, you don't have to waste any space no. for the beer. The, you, just the, put, you just put it outside. The terrace is just a big cooler. It's really, really good. What Speak. are you drinking? You're just going on. You know, Rambler. well, I got one more Developing ball. A thirst here. One more Baltimore beer. It is from the DeClaw Brewing Company. It's called Purple Passion Ghost Ale, brewed with passion fruit, blackberry, and sea salt. Zach, do you know is why that I have purple this? passion for the race? Is you and that guy I saw on the subway today with his Maryland belt? I sent you a picture. He looked ridiculous. The guy was amazing. This basically is a Ravens beer. It's purple. It's got the Maryland shield on it. Release the Kraken, Zachy. Oh, Ray Lewis dragged his uh, schwanz over the top. Mm. Now let's see what we got here. Look, I am. It's a Corona. And I got six more, five more of these. Great. So you just traveled, and we were kind of saying, if we're going to talk about something when it comes to traveling, I'm sure you have gripes for days about your recent airport anything experience. I just no? don't like the airport. I don't like having to – I don't like flying in general. I don't have an idea, a clue, and, I, and you can go on about jet propulsion and how that actually works. I don't buy it. Catch a tailwind. I don't know. 
How do you take an apartment building made of steel, put it on its side, shoot it into the air, and it goes anywhere you want it to go? Makes no sense to me. It's huge. But I also don't get buoyancy. How does a penny sink but a cruise ship floats? Bananas. Sorcery. This is what you think about. Well, I got time. But yeah, that's sorcery. How You've got time, but... It, it, this is of all the things you've ever said this is the craziest thing you've ever come up with this is what? like the, the first time i've been like what are you doing with your time what do you mean what i do with my time a, a, a pebble this big sinks you don't know but a giant jumbo filled with oil or crabs or whatever they're putting in those tankers crabs. yeah i said watch that latest catch that floats Get the hell out of here. Should sink. Anyway, I don't love the airport. I don't love flying. I don't like any of the thing I get. So, like, again, if I had to do, and this goes back to what superpower would I have? Teleportation. I do not like the preamble of the flight. Any of that, like, noise for the first, you know, that two to three hours to get there early. If you could just walk up the airport like the old days, buy your ticket, get on the flight, I'm, I'm fine. But what kills me? And people are like, oh, it's just a two-hour flight. Bullshit. No, it's not. There's no it's such forever. thing as a two-hour flight. It's forever. Two hours in the air. So yeah, going to Florida, we left at 1130. I got home at 6 o'clock. Two-hour flight. Exactly. I know somebody used to fly from Long Island to the University of Maryland. He's like, dude, it's like a 45-minute flight. I'm like, the time just to get there is yeah. Forever. So the reason I wanted to talk about this, and I'm curious of your thoughts, there was a incident this past weekend on a flight. There was a gentleman. His name was uh, Stephen Jamar Duncan. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he was a member of the tribe. Did you hear about this? No. He was causing a ruckus in the cockpit, not in the cockpit, sorry, in the airplane, so bad that the pilot had to get on and say, oh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if there's any strong uh, gentleman who could refrain this guy from doing whatever, apparently this guy had a full-blown mental breakdown and had to be physically restrained. I mean, there was all types of sounds because, of course, nowadays everybody just records it. Yeah, apparently, the airplane can't the, – the staff can't do it because then they get sued. But the guy in the seat next to you does it. Well, that's just two dudes fighting. And the guy, a flight attendant on another airline. So like See, he knows what he's doing. It's a payout. Yeah, I think it was a work, dude. Yeah, exactly. He was a shill. What do you do in that instance right there? Are, of all the things that have happened in the last couple of years with you remember what was the uh Asian American Avenue? Guy got dragged yeah, through remember when he, he went limp the doctor? You That's remember the that? Best. I should do that. You should it's great to freak out in an airplane. You get an undisclosed big sum of money to go away. Gotta okay, think it's what do you do if you were on that plane and this gentleman, Mr. Jamar Duncan? Uh, comma, Steven, what do you do? You sit there on your hands? You get up? Do you help do anything? I don't do much, but I probably engage in the fight yelling at him. If he's huge or freaking out, I'm probably not going to get my ass kicked on the way to a fight. But I have no problem jawing with him, you know. It, it, it was to the point that I think he was celebrating the month of June. I heard a lot of like, oh, stop it. Oh, no. I mean, it was it would have been a hate crime if you would have jumped on. But it was pretty brutal, man. Yeah, well, if that's the case, you're in trouble. You can't go there. So, no, you just jaw at him a little bit and hope it ends. I hope someone else gets involved. But I would happily yell at him to, like, sit down and shut up because you're delaying the flight. The, the preamble was it only was, getting longer. It was past that. It was the point that he was on the thing being like, hey. Are they in well, midair, though? No. No, maybe. so he's actually, making actually, – may, Actually, maybe. If he's not in midair, he's the worst because the time on the tarmac is just as bad. So you finally leave the gate and you think you're going to go in the air, but you're not. You can drive around in a circle for an hour and a half, and then, and then finally just, you know, hey, we're number one for just pull away when we're ready to go. It's not okay. rocket science. You pull out and you shoot it up. 
Is that the fuzz coming for you? I hear the sirens going off. That's on your end. <laughs> it's definitely on your end. I have no idea where it is. No fuzz in Jersey. It's in the Heights up there, buddy. It is in the Heights. Next to you, do Tony Soprano over there. All right. So I told you I had only flown four times. I actually counted pre 9 11. I do not remember going to an airport where there wasn't a deep cavity search. Oh, no. I used to fly all the time. Oh, I'm and sure you did, Mr. Upper West Side. Exactly. It was easy. You'd walk in like you own the place. You'd get there a half hour before the flight. You'd check your bag because there was no line. Nobody was going anywhere. And the flights would leave if they weren't full. They didn't care. So you might have to like, get half a row to yourself. They didn't care. It was great. But, you know, yeah, the, the post-9-11, the TSA is, is what kills the airport. It's that maze where you have to go through, but you don't get cheese at the end. You get interrogated. You know, thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot, Bin Laden. That's the that's the everlasting, the long lasting effect of 9-11 is that we're going to get, as you get the cavity search forever. Get grilled. And we had a problem going to Florida. On the way back, it was actually quite easy. Going there, JetBlue couldn't find anybody's. You couldn't, like, reserve or, you know, check in beforehand. It wasn't. The system was down. So, fine, we get there. Then we get there. The system's down again. So, for half the flight, we have to go to the line where the system's down. But we don't have time for this because we're running a little bit late. So, I'm online with Zoe, and Jenna's scrambling because she's cuter and sweeter than me. So, sometimes she can sweet talk somebody. By a lot. Right. Of course, it's like 6.30 in the morning. I haven't had coffee yet, and I just can't. And what happens? Some guy with a necklace that says Russ, so we call them Rusters, is just chatting me up, compulsive talking. He was awful. He's just, like, blathering. And I think he might have been a little spectrum me, but like he was just nice. Spectrum me? I don't know yeah, if that's a He word. might be a little bit nice enough. He's a nice enough guy, I'm sure. Like He might have friends and, like, a dog or something, but he was just the worst. Insufferable. And his wife was running around. She was struggling. Jenna eventually got to cut the line. And, like, he's talking to us. They went to a security line. He's, like, eight people in front of us, and the line fans out. And next thing you know, we're right behind him. So he's chatting me up again. I was sure it was me sitting Do you not have headphones? I can't have headphones with my wife and daughter there. I can just you put, put them th- in in front of him. That's what that's I do. Just, that's just rude. That's yeah. de classe. So I'd rather just engage this guy and give him like nonsensical snide answers and just eye rolls, which seems less rude. Oh, um, no way, dude. I am like Mr. I have headphones in, usually off. And so, it, so you, but you'll put them in in front of the guy, like in slow motion. Like, no, I'm like, oh, wow, man, that is a crazy story. And then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll look down at my phone and start to do the like, mm-hmm. all right, I hope you have a nice flight and hit nothing. Yeah, Ow. I got to listen to this great podcast. Booze your daddy. You should listen. I should, I should have, you know, you made, made a, I should have gotten on the loudspeaker and pumped us up. Or no, just because then you would have been attacked like Mr. Duncan. Yeah, or I could have said, hey, you know, I got to listen to Offspring. Haven't heard them in a hot minute. Got to go. You know. Did you hear Offspring's rendition of the Joe Exotic song that they did? Yeah, Fantastic. I did actually. Fantastic. Way, be- way better. They're quite good. Now, I know you're too bougie to ever take Southwest, but are you aware how it works with the unreserved seats? I have never taken Southwest. Of course you haven't. I've never taken Spirit either, but... The- yeah, Why, me, no too, me too. I've also never taken Spirit. Good God, man. I like we're still doing this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I have an uncle. He will be... Let's just call him Stephen S. No, no, no. S. Simon. Okay, we'll call him S. Simon. Right. And... He used to fly all the time for work. And you know how Southwest works where it's unreserved seating. So you basically just 
boarding group A goes in first and you pick your seats, he would always be one of the first ones and he would take a front seat. That way you're one of the first people off. And then if the flight isn't full, usually they people fill up the middle seats first, you know, on an unreserved flight. He used to take water and spill it on that seat. And then when somebody would come, he go, oh, I'm sorry, I uh, accidentally, somebody spilled water on this seat. He said he basically got the whole road to himself every time. Brilliant. You wonder how people get ahead. It's ideas like that. And speaking of getting off the flight first, people are mystified by the overhead compartment. Get your bag and go. They're no. like doing their taxes up there. <laughs> I don't get why that line, but once the door is open, is 20 minutes. No matter where you're sitting, 20 minutes at least. It's just like they can't get their stuff. There's a family of nine that's in like four rows that are just bags everywhere. Just, it's not hard. Pull it down. You took you took you two seconds to put the bag in there. It's gravity works, so it's easier to come down. So get out. Are you a let the person behind you get in front of you or it does not matter? You are sitting in, you will, I am the row in front of you. No chance you're passing me. No chance you're passing me. I stand the second it's up. Just the a block. Be in, just a block. Well, because I need to stretch my legs, but yeah, and I have to be aisle. I'm not saying I'm a aisle. Your little legs, you don't have any problems. Well, whatever, I pee a lot, so I have to be in the aisle anyway, or else it'll be just disturbing. But Jenna and Zoe were, you know, middle. Jenna, of course, sat middle, and, and Zoe was window. Jenna sat bitch. Um, yeah, the second the thing pulls in, I'm up there unloading so that I've got like a barricade of bags in me. So whenever it's my turn, I'm shooting straight out. Gone. Go on. Next question, Your Go Honor. On, By the way, when they land, what really gives me the red ass. Oh, oh, I have a gripe of all gripes. When, oh my God, Zach, on my top 10 things that annoy me more than fucking anything, when the plane lands and people clap. That's mine. <laughs> oh my God. I don't get, why do you applaud the pilot for doing his job? Nobody applauds me at the end of the day. They should, oh, but they don't. My God. It's insane. <laughs> why the hell are they clapping? They can't the hear clap? you. What? They can't hear you, and yeah, they're doing their you. job. They just did their job, and I'm applaud the guy at McDonald's for giving me the food. <laughs> you should. I should. Maybe I when, should. When they get their order right, it's far less frequent than a pilot doing their job right. That's true. Uh, and whether or not they could hear, if the flight was like hell, and it was two and a half hours of flying through a monsoon, or like gale force winds, or a twister, fine, maybe I give them a little, you know, something for the effort. I'm not tipping him. Why the hell am I applauding him? What's the like a tip jar? I, I am so with you. I it, it bothers me. I, it makes me nuts. What? Why? All right. The other thing I wanted to ask you. Scene. See and scene. <laughs> uh, going through the security. Mm-hmm. You're a you're a straight white male. Yeah. They've they've never fucked with you, right? Ever? No. Never. No. Right? What am I gonna get? I'd be a great, you know, security and, risk. And, and you are you with me? You speak when spoken to. Get me through this. I don't make jokes. I don't do anything. I don't at see all. a damn thing. Not a thing. And I don't wear any metal pants or a button. I wear warm up pants and like a shirt like this. Nothing that's gonna set off the alarm. I walk through there, cock strong. I never set the thing off. Meanwhile, like my mom has rings everywhere. She's there for hours getting wanted down. She's got to go in a little room or pull to the side. It's, it's mortifying. Uh, I walk through there. Having met your mother, I feel like she's the type of person she's like, did I do something bad, officer? No, no. She'll mouth up. Whoa, what? Why can't wear rings? Like, she'll like engage with That's you know, where you get it from. Juanita, who's just wanding her down. Juanita? Hey, oh. Knocked it out of the park. Um, yeah, she, she won't just keep her mouth shut and just let the wand happen. No, she's got to like, come on, let's go. What are we doing? This takes too long. I can see that. Just bites the person's head off who's not Dude, having it. I saw a guy one time. It, it was so racist where it was basically like, 
go, 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 go. And then they grabbed this Asian man years ago. And they did a pat down on him where I'm telling you, they were taking victory laps. It was up and down and up and down and then around. And I was thinking, oh, my God. I've, and the guy was just standing there terrified, right? Because you can't say anything. This is one of those white privilege things that I totally see every time. Well, he constantly check my bag. and you Never. Even when they do check my bag at like a ball game, it's just like, okay. Which Love makes it. me think that I'm not, you know, intimidating enough for them. Maybe I have to start some shit. I had to go to Staten Island the other day for a doctor's visit. It's not even worth getting to, but two things happened that are very worth reporting. What Goomba doctor are you going to in Staten Island? She's actually uh, Israeli, so that's how you know she's good. She has an office in the city, but that's more of a schlep, if you know what I mean. I do. Two things happened. The first was... That deep into Jersey where Staten Island is closer than Manhattan? Staten Island is 15 minutes from my house. That's that's just... I wouldn't tell to heal that. There was a lady in the waiting room who was in charge of the whole, how everything worked. Whatever Katie Sherman just said, I hate when girls say that to me. What? You came? (laughs) So I get there and I, listen, I have all the time in the world. When I'm driving, I go the speed limit. When I'm waiting, I am so cool, calm and collected these days. And I'm in this waiting room and this lady, hi, sir. And they have all these italian mobbed up wives that are just chirping at this lady and she just was so cool calm and collected and she said ma'am i'll be with you in one second and she comes back to me and i said you can just take care of her and she gives me like no sir i'll be with you i have the patience of a saint and would have ripped this goomba's asshole open she was ridiculous to the point that when this (laughs) nice lady walked me to where i was going i looked at her and i said you need a raise and she just said what i said seriously whatever they're paying you is not enough you're doing a great job i don't know what your secret is she goes it's jesus i found jesus really where was he he's always the last place you look like you didn't <laughs> that- ask her where he was that would be always the next question i found jesus was he under the couch <laughs> The other thing that happened, which I want to know, and whoever can verify this. So I would, had to park around the corner because my Jew face is not paying to park at a hospital when you're in a neighborhood and there's all this parking around. Pay for a hospital? So Pay for a hospital sh- parking. If you're shot, they, uh, they'll valet you? There was a valet there. No bullshit. What fancy hospital is a valet? Dude, Staten Island, there's money for days there. I know there is. It is. You know valet what the hospital. I know. Of, I have a friend there. He told me the reason they keep it, they will never approve a subway to Staten Island is to keep it like that. I was like, what are you saying? He goes, exactly what are you think. Yep. I, was like, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I am now walking two blocks to this hospital and I turn a corner and I saw Thanksgiving dinner for next year. Did you know that I, I took a picture that they have wild turkeys that were about 25 to 30 pounds walking around Staten Island? That's Gamora. Do you not? They have a little goiter and everything. Look at these fucking turkeys. What kind of town is this? That's, 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 that's um, this is that's, just on the road. Zach, I, I was like, look at that fucking turkey. And it just means and you got Wu-Tang turkeys, valets at hospitals. Anything goes there. Oh my God, dude. I was like, wow. I did not know that. Like, did you know even turkeys walk around in a city like that? No. No. I, I, I saw all... a turkey in the wild was on a golf course in Rhode Island and it scared the hell out of me. So that was my trip to Staten Island. Before we get to trivia, because it's a doozy, schmuck of the week this week. I'm going to let you, I'm giving you one story. You get to pick the schmuck. In Are the story. You... So it... of the characters here. Yeah. I'm only gotcha. giving you, I'm only giving you cliff notes and you can go from there. A, in high school. a Texas woman was arrested this past week for going to her daughter's 
thir- uh, middle school and impersonating her as a 13-year-old. Who is the asshole in this story? Is it the mom, the daughter, the principal, the teacher? I, I, I My mind blew up when I heard this story. Why would it be the daughter? The mom went to school to impersonate the daughter. Yes. Then the mom. The mom's the asshole. I think, why did she go? I need more. I need more. Whether my stand-up career ever blows up, I'm a headliner. I read the headline, and that's it. No, no, no. I got to go deep dive in. I, oh. If you're going to give me a whodunit, I'll find I need all pieces. I, I like to play Cluedo. Says she impersonated. So my take is whoever the first person that let her in that building was and didn't say something, like, that is insane that a mother could impersonate a daughter. Mm, hot mom. Um, Ugly daughter. I'm not sure which one's which in the picture, but I'll send you the link. Send me the, the, the link. But yeah, I think it's the mom. Who has the energy to do that? It'll get all gussied up like a... Why? Why would you do that? It made why? no sense. Just, just for the, well, there's probably a reason. Maybe the daughter didn't take a test and was sick or, you know, got the clap. or Things happen. It's got to be detail. I need below the lines. <laughs> she got the clap. Would you go... To, would you would you impersonate a child of yours because they got the clap? Would I impersonate Zoe take a test for her if she got the clap? Absolutely. Did you have anybody in high school and or middle school who disappeared for a year and then came back? I was like, oh, I was just, you know, traveling, seeing the world. No, we went to different high schools. (laughs) I didn't go to Spiro Agnew High. Um, (laughs) All right, Zach. It is trivia time and I... I'm very happy with this trivia. So another story. You're real hard about this one. Like, let, this it made me great laugh. So let's now. I'm overselling it. Thirty percent sure. Father's Day is this weekend. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. All right. Well, for somebody who doesn't celebrate that, because and I'm celebrating it by seeing the Foo Fighters. Really quite hanging out with my kid. Oh, no, they're good. Okay, whatever you no, say. They're great. Yeah, so, old man. So let's Misery. start off with another story that I saw. Father of. 89 kids, quote, the world's largest family, died at age 76 in India this past week. What a coxman. 39 wives, only 33 grandchildren. Holy hell. What's the question? That's no question. I'm just telling you that. No, no, no. I saw that story and was like, you know what my question was? How can you afford that? How can you afford 39 wives? Oh, they're brutal. I'll clean you out. (laughs) One wife's enough. (laughs) I mean, re- all right, realistically, let's 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 play here. Mm. Ideal world, yeah. I don't think I could tolerate more than. He's four a male hours. lobster. This guy. <laughs> He's, He's a female lobster. Shooting it everywhere. They're lining up for him. That um, is insanity. Thirty nine, meaning you basically don't sleep with the same wife for over a month. Yeah, that sounds great. But like, how do you meet thirty nine people? I haven't uh, met thirty nine women in my life who want to talk to me. J date. I don't know. J date. I date. I date. Yeah. Mm, not bad. If it doesn't exist. We should invent it. I saw a stock trading today. JD.com. What do you think that is? J date is a is a publicly traded company. JD.com. What do you think that is? JD.com. Juvenile delinquent. Okay. Uh, I, I thought it was something for lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's uh, China's largest online retailer. How about that? We I also have. thought it was JD. I was like, wow, JD is a publicly traded stock. Pretty good. Yeah. That when I saw this story, it made me go, wait, is Father's Day this weekend? So I am going to be testing your people that are fathers knowledge. So this is essentially like Maury's show right now. (laughs) Who's not the dad? Question number one. Great. Unfortunately, this rider's journey came to an end in 2021, leaving behind 15 kids. Rider? When when asked about his ability to reproduce. Rider or rider? Can you just let me finish? Okay. When asked Mercy, about his ability, 
When asked about his ability to reproduce, he was quoted saying, I'm super potent. Rider. R-Y-D-E-R. Rider? Ar, ar. Super potent? Ar, ar. Ar, ar. Do you Tim not Allen? know that? He died in 2021, Zach. Tim right, Allen is uh, alive. Ish alive. I have no idea who. Are, 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 oh, oh, DMX? Yes! But that was a rider, rapper. Rough rider, Zach. You are oh. the whitest person ever. I'm pretty ever. white. Um, <laughs> that was really bad. I don't go by rider. And, and wouldn't it be R-I-D-E-R? No, Rough Rider's anthem, I think, is R-Y. I could be wrong. Look, all right, all right, all right. I got it eventually. I was trying to give you a hint there, but I will just segue towards my father's terrible dad joke, which he didn't make this up. Is the optometrist joke? No, a gentleman is going to get a vasectomy, and on the way to get ready that morning, he puts on his nicest Sunday best, a suit, a tie, everything. And his wife looks at him and says, what are you doing? You're going for surgery for a vasectomy. He goes, if you're going to be impotent, you got to look impotent. That, that actually makes me laugh. I think that's pretty good. Question the second. Speaking of suit and tie, gone are the days Bill dress up to go on an airplane in a suit and tie. Everybody there looks homeless. <laughs> Disgusting on that plane. The unhomed. Yeah, we all look gross. Wait, who gets dressed up for a flight? Well, in the old days, they used to look no. like the you get like a suit and tie. They wore that yeah. at the beach, though. That had because nothing to do with anything. Stewardess with the little pillbox hatched up in your mid-flight, give you a little fluffer. It was, you know, the golden so, age of aviation. When they were stewardesses and a stoke and a pancake? Yeah, I had two guys this on the way back who were both actively celebrating this month. Those are my stewardesses. Their birthday is in June? Are they they Capricorns? And they both gave me a little fluffer to park up the flight. Go on. Question number two. Question the second. Dwayne Lee Chapman, an American TV personality on A&E, had five wives. Four he divorced. The last one died. He had 12 kids. What is his TV persona? Dwayne in A&E? Dwayne Lee Chapman. By the way, in case you haven't figured out, I'm going for ridiculous stories. Yeah, I, I got that. Uh, they're all ridiculous. Who the hell is Dwayne Lee Chapman? I'll give you a hint. His profession is a bail bondsman. Oh, like that dog, the the um, bounty hunter guy? Dog the bounty hunter is correct. Would you have known his real name without the Google? Or Are you, are you that? <laughs> no, I would have gotten the A&E. Per- yeah. Oh, Samantha knows it. Good for her. All right. Life well wasted. This, one, um, this one's a hard one. They're all. Go on. Question number three. George Foreman, of grilling fame, has five sons and seven daughters. I need, in order, the name of all his sons. All five, I need, in order. They're all George. And I think the daughters are Georgia or something like that. The daughters are not Georgia. So give me his five sons' names. George, 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 and George. George Jr., George III, George IV, George V, and George VI. I had to give the numbers afterwards. To make sure I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you half credit. That, that is ridiculous. I want, I want, I want four-fifths credit. Uh, and that was our last episode of Booze Your Daddy. Question number four. You've been great. <laughs> Question yeah. number four. This former. Step Dan Connor will be back next week. That's it. <laughs> Sorry. This Dead former Seattle Supersonic has seven illegitimate kids. That be Sean Kemp. Seven different baby mamas. I'm going to throw you a curveball with Detlef Shrimp. He is prolific. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Sean Kemp. <laughs> it is Sean Kemp where. Gary Payton, it could have been. The glove? No chance. Does he glove down there too? <laughs> None of Takes them it are. With them. Zach, 
I think in my life, I had one high-end sneaker. You know, the sneaker game is very big these days with your Yeezys and your Kyries and your LeBron. I had Sean Kemp's. I can't tell you much about them. They were green. They had a zig. They might have been the nicest pair of shoes I ever had, and I love them. That is you the last. No, but I might look online for a pair. They were fire. They were fucking awesome. Well, see if you can get a Detlef Schramm to throw in as a <laughs> I'm sure he had a shoe in Germany. He had green swastika on there, whatever he was into. <laughs> Him and Dirk. Exactly. The last question, question number five. This comedian has 10 children, including one with baby mama, Scary Spice. George Lopez. Uh, <laughs> what is this, Hollywood Squares? You just say a, a ridiculous yeah, answer? Random select. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Um, yeah. Um, Delirious. Tom Rickles for the block. Raw. Eddie Murphy? Really? Eddie Murphy he is correct. Scary Spice and knocked her up? Yeah, and then she had a kid with somebody. Or no, he had kids after that. Oh, he's got a bunch. He's a lot of little Eddie Murphys running around. Ten. Of, <laughs> there's more than ten. There's ten that are on record. Trust I, me, I cannot believe it took you that long. Every single question here, I wanted to say just on record. You don't think DMX has more than fifteen kids? I, oop, I can't, everyone on this list might have more than fifteen kids. Sean Kemp's got them all over. <laughs> Absolutely. And him and Dominique Wilkins had a running tally. <laughs> Careful, Zach. All right, man. Closing thoughts before Father's Day. Anything you want to wish? Nah, happy Father's Day to everybody. It's a good time, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm playing softball, then having brunch, then going to see Foo Fighters. What are you doing Father's Day? Not a damn thing, but we're hanging out Monday night at the Braves game. Yeah, doubleheader. One of them's going to be the Grum. Oh, I might say both of them then. I think it's be the first one. Are you going to leave? What do you have nowhere to be tomorrow, the next day? It takes forever to get back, dude. Who cares? You have nowhere to be Tuesday. I know. Staten Island? Uh, Tuesday, we're recording. I got to be back here and rest it up. Right. You do it live in the Met game. All right, people. Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. Make sure you download, hit the subscribe, hit the like, tell a friend, share the video. Daddy loves you. Mwah. Delish. We out.